Today, our guest is Nathan Henderson. He's the CEO and chairman of Built. That's B-I-L-T. And I think you'll find his story fascinating of how he went from the corporate world to the startup world. And Built is one of those solutions that when I first saw it, I thought, why didn't I think about this? Um, It is super innovative, um, but also incredibly helpful to the end user. So excited to hear Nathan's story and the story of Built. So without further ado, let's start building. Welcome to the Start Building Podcast, where we talk about the future of building products industry through the lens of innovation and technology. I'm excited about today's podcast. We've got our guest, Nathan Henderson. He's the chairman and CEO of Built. That is B-I-L-T. Um, I love this product and this service. Uh, Nathan, we met briefly a couple of years ago. It would have been 2020 IBS. And I'll tell you a story. You know, I was away from the booth. Someone came over and they handed me this business card. <clears throat> and they said, hey, someone, sales guy stopped by. They do something with uh, installation guides and, and making them digital and put them online. I'm like, oh, okay. Installation guides. Like that's not usually the most exciting thing. I'm like, okay, well, this sounds kind of interesting. Maybe I'll check it out later. Well, you guys just happen to be like a couple rows down. I remember walking by and I'm like, oh, Bill, there. Okay. There's that, there's that company that stopped by. The branding was, was unique. Obviously it was technology focused. So I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I want to see this. And honestly, I was blown away. I remember like walking away being like, this is, this is the coolest thing I've seen at IBS um, as far as the technology and innovation. And of course that year, I believe you guys did win best of IBS in 2020. Yeah, so that yeah, was most, uh, most innovative, <laughs> most innovative product. Yeah. Which it really was. I was, I was super impressed. And um, so I want to talk a little bit about that. I'll kind of give the intro, but I want to hear more like about you, how built started, how this idea of like, let's take something that's, you know, one, usually printed, you know, usually pretty boring and very technical from an install guide. Then you get into, you know, the next phase is your videos, which in the building products industry is, is big. You always got to have an installation video. You know, we've moved into CGI during COVID. So less of the hands-on <clears throat> CGI where it's easier to update as well. Um, but then you guys took it this, this whole other route where you 3D model every product, every tool, every piece, and you build a step-by-step guide within the app, the, the built app, that's B-I-L-T if anyone's looking that up. Uh, and it walks you through every single step of an installation of a product. A um, lot of, very, we'll talk about all the cool features and things that it does because it's more than just the installation, right? There's value to the, to the user who's actually doing the installation, but there's a ton of value to the manufacturer who is putting their installation guides into this, this platform. Um, and one thing I do love about it, I'm not a DIY person very much. The few times that I have tried to do DIY, right? You get in that video and what do you end up doing in the video? You find the spot that you need, <clears throat> you watch it, you listen to it, you pause it, you, you, you tinker a little bit, and then you have to rewind and try to go back to that exact spot because I got to listen to it again to make sure I didn't screw anything up where with built, every step is just a click of a button of step-by-step with, um, it, you know, 3D models moving around, animation, pop-ups telling you exactly what it is. And you can really interact with it. So 
I know you're going to go into far more detail of what build is and why you built it, but give me a little bit about your background. Um, how did this all start? How did you get into installation guides and making oh. them uh, digital? Sure. Um, yeah. So, so this actually started. Uh, um, the uh, the concept came out in uh, in 2012. I, actually, a friend of mine um, had uh, uh, came into the office one day, and he was just reflecting on. On, on how he had had some really rough experiences at his home with, with, with some Ikea furniture and, and, and some other things that he was building in the backyard. Um, and assembly, the install, et cetera, was just, was just an absolutely painful experience. And, and you know, the, the frustration we've all felt with that, whether it's you're trying to fix something, assemble something, install, and you're like, does this really need to be this hard? you know, instructions are in different languages or, or as you said, on the pro side, there are certain things that we're really good at, but there are other things we don't touch very often. And, and it's, um, you know, we all, we all experience that, uh, that uh, frustration. Well, anyway, um, this friend of mine came into the office and, and we were just kind of, you know, thinking, why is it that you can go to a movie theater and see, you know, uh, Avengers or Lord of the Rings or, or whatever. And the entire thing is computer graphics, right? Almost yeah. none of it is real. And, and, and yet it, it conveys such a powerful story. And yet we're still working with paper instruction manuals or, or at best people have gone to, to, uh, to YouTube. But when you, when you type in how to, you know, work on, on, on this car or, 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 or how do I work on a, uh, a, an air conditioning unit or something like that? 99% of the time it's Billy Bob, right? He did the yep. thing. He doesn't exactly know what it is. And, and, and because YouTube ranks stuff by your usage, typically you're looking at a video that was done five or six years ago. Um, everybody keeps looking at it, not knowing that it's actually quite outdated, et cetera. And it, so anyway, we looked at all that and just said, there's got to be a better way. And, and that was really the genesis of, of the idea and us kind of researching what was out there. And, and really there wasn't, I, I mean, 3D has been out there of course for, for a long time, but it was really combining it into a broader customer experience, how you deliver it to people, yeah. right? Validating that it's not just a 3D image, but it's one that's actually been validated, <clears throat> that you're sure the information in there is, is correct. The ability to update it. Um, there's a lot of other things that we started to put together to say, okay, if we're gonna take a step back and say, what's our goal? What's our purpose and our mission? we want to make people experts of the tasks that they do, whether you're a DIY person or you know a mom that you're putting together a crib or whether you're a professional and you're working on a $60 million fighter jet. Mm. We want to make everybody experts at what they do. And, and, and that was really the, uh, the, uh, the genesis. I was actually inside of SAP at the time um, as we were kind it of- It was S. So, so you were in the corporate world. Yes coming yep. up with, you know, this idea that potentially ended up at some point turning into its own startup. Right? Well, said, yes, SAP, uh, you know, does enterprise software, you know, finance, manufacturing, I mean, a lot of different things, production planning and so forth. And, and, and I had been there since, uh, since 1999. So almost my entire career um, and done a lot of different things in there. Um, but uh, it was this phase where SAP, had decided that they wanted to start becoming more innovative, mm -hmm. um, and 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 so at, the, at that time I was asked I was asked to lead innovations that were coming in that were mobile related, and, and so this is one of the ones that came in. 
But uh, as often happens when you're innovating things, especially inside of a big company, sometimes you have these sustaining innovations which fit the current business and you're just creating the next mousetrap, you know, the, the one that's better, et cetera. And that's great. But when you have something that's very different, it's very hard for it to exist and survive inside, right? Just like yep. your 28-year-old, yep. you know, son has a hard time really progressing in life if he stays in your house. Right? <laughs> you gotta fly, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta you spread gotta your wings, That's get right. out. You have to spread your wings. So anyway, um, uh, we, we, we jointly within, within SAP all the way up to the, uh, the, uh, the, the senior executive team um, just realized that, uh, this was a great idea and a great concept, but it was just not something that was going to really reach its, its full potential staying inside of SAP. And so, so we, uh, we actually spun it out as an independent company in the end of 2016. So at that point, what, obviously you've been in the, the corporate world for many years. That's what you've known. What was it about Built that obviously you, you, you said, okay, I'm going to leave this corporate world. I'm ready at my age to jump into the startup world because there's something really, really unique about what this is and you right you took that on and now you're right you're running it um and at that point was it already did you already have quite a few like people on the platform was it still in beta mode like how early did you say i'm gonna leave my comfortable corporate job uh, this idea there's something here i want to go run with that and i want to go do that yeah very very good question um so, so it really changed for me one day. We 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 had kind of a minimum viable product, if you will, um, mm-hmm. you know, something very very simple. And the question we were trying to ask is, well, so why does this matter? Okay, yes, it helps us, but um, you know, as a business person, you have to be able to monetize it, or, or it's not sustainable, right? Yeah. If you can't turn it into a profitable venture, it's just not sustainable with it, and. So I, uh, I went to my local Home Depot and, and uh, uh, tracked down the store manager and I said, hey, I've got this idea and this concept. Why do you think it matters to you? And he said, let me tell you why. Because the biggest inhibitor of doing more sales at a Home Depot is customer confidence. It's the pro that mm-hmm. says I'm good at plumbing, but I don't really know much about um, electrical or, or, or I, I'm good at a few plumbing things, but I don't know Kohler products and I know these others. Or it's, it, it's the woman that walks through the, the plumbing aisle and says, I like that faucet. I can afford the faucet, but I can't afford the, the additional $200 to, to have somebody install it for me. And so it's she tough. keeps walking. Okay. And so, and so I said, well, uh, can we test it with something? And uh, I said, if you'll let me buy a few dozen barbecue grills, uh, Weber grills, and, and, and we picked that purposely because a very high quality product. Yeah. Phenomenal. But the assembly sometimes mm-hmm. is a little bit of a pain. And, and, and so I thought it'd be a good use case. So I said, if you'll, if you'll let me test it uh, here, in, here in your store, I'll buy the grills from you and we'll give it to people when they're done. And so came back in a few weeks later, he cleared out the front of the store, except for the cash registers. And we just had a whole bunch of Weber grills set up there. And, and, and he and I went through the store and just found people and pulled them over and said, Hey, if you'll assemble this grill for us and, and, and let us, you know, ask you some questions and so forth uh, and a little bit of video, we'll let you take it home. Okay. For free. <laughs> you know, you, you, you got a $400 grill. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is your well, market research, right? This is, a, it, this is an investment to, to do it right on the spot and exactly. actually watch it be done. Exactly. And, and so, and so, um, 
as oftentimes happens with market research, there's the surveys you get at the end, but usually 80% of your value is things that are nonverbal. It's things that you see in yeah. the experience. Okay. And this is why I tell, you know, entrepreneurs, understanding your customer experience, don't ever outsource that. Okay. You need 100%. to know that you need to fill it. Your fingernails need to be dirty with it because you've just got to understand that. Well, anyway, what we realized in the process was the reason it mattered from a financial standpoint was yes, you're making somebody, uh, they're doing a task faster. They're doing it at higher quality, et cetera. But when they finish that process, there's an emotional experience by completing something successfully, right? The endorphins yeah. come up, et cetera. They're excited. You've boosted somebody's confidence. That is just, that's, that's such a great experience in life, uh, attacking a task that you didn't know if you'd be good at and you accomplish it well. Isn't that wonderful? Well, the impact of that is their perception of the brand changed, okay? Instead of finishing the assembly or install being somewhat frustrated, all of a sudden now the person's coming away and saying, you know what, I love Weber. I, I, was, I had high expectations when I bought this 400 grill, this $400 grill, but now that I've finished it and it was such a great experience and I know it was done right and I know it's going to work well and I'm going to have this for 10 years, their perception of this brand all of a sudden just took a huge jump. Yeah. Okay. And that's important because in today's social media world with it, Really, your greatest sales engine are your promoters of your business, the people that love the experience with your product so much that they will tell other people about it. Well, the reverse is also true. If somebody comes out of that assembly, install, or setup experience, whether pro or DIY, <clears throat> if that's been frustrating, they are not the promoter of your brand, and they will actually take new customers from you. So anyway, long story short, I came away from this experience having... Uh, you know, you know, soccer moms and, and, and professional moms and, you know, men and, and, and just a, a large demographic of people, everybody came away from it saying, that was amazing. There's, if there's, if there's, if there's something else on built, I want to use it because that was incredible. I did it faster at higher quality, but their perception of the brand was just, was just boosted in an incredible way. And so as I drove away that night and, and uh, my wife was, was, uh, was there with me the entire day, we just kind of looked at each other and said, you know what, this, this experience could impact every single person in the world. Yeah. What, what greater mission could there be than to make everybody just a whole lot better at the daily tasks that they do. And so I looked at it and said, if this doesn't work inside of SAP, Oh yeah, we're following. I'm going to take it. That's it awesome. This is, it, it was just, there was just too much, too much, too much there. It was exciting. It was something we suddenly had the passion for, et cetera. And, and, and all of that has come to fruition. I love how a couple of things. One, I love how you went and you just said, I'm going to go figure this out. One, is there a need that needs to be solved? Right. So let's go buy some grills, which by the way, Weber, fantastic example, because I'm actually shopping for a new grill right now. And all the grills, obviously, everything in the home building industry and Lowe's and Home Depot is just their, you know, their sales are exploding and everything. And so I wanted my grill pre-assembled. I just want to go pick it up. Well, the one I want, they don't have pre-assembled. And the first thing that came to mind is I'm looking, I was like, well, this grill better be unbuilt because I'm not assembling it by myself. Um, 
if I'm just using instructions. So I haven't gotten that far yet, but I have narrowed it down. And I'm, I think you guys do most of Weber grills. We, on we, do, so. we do every Weber grill sold in the world now. Perfect. Every single one. Right. Everywhere. But, but, but you bring up, you bring up a really, really good point, Tim. Sometimes we do things on our own and depending on your confidence level, mm -hmm. you do it. What I can tell you is after you've had a built experience, your confidence in things that you can do is going to double. Yeah. You will look at lots of things in your house, say, Hey, if I've got built, I know I can do this stuff. But the other important thing to understand is that about half of all barbecue grills sold in the world are actually installed by a professional. But who is that professional? There's real quick, there's, there's, there's quotation marks going up on professional, right? Yes. Yeah. Because the demographic of doing that is usually somebody that's between 18 and 24 years old and they, this is not a long-term job for them. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and so, and so it's a professional, but there's a very good chance that they maybe it may, may have just slightly more experience than you do doing it. And yeah. our point is, I want to make both successful. I want that product to work well for 10 or 15 years. So let's make the pro and the DIY successful. Regardless of who decides to do it, we're going to make uh, either one winners in the yeah. process. Well, and I'll add to, and I'm going to give away one of the features of Bill, right? Is that you guys put an estimated time that it takes to complete based off, you know, what, what the, the manufacturer says. But throughout the app, everything is tracked and timed. And at certain points, you can actually tell, right, the data of saying, on average, people are accomplishing this quicker. Say, is, we, we say it's 45 minutes, but on average, you're doing it in 35 minutes, right? So there's already a big win as a, as a user, right? You do an IKEA, you're expecting five hours of yeah. install. If you can cut that down to your three and a half, four, you're like, okay. I know what I'm doing here. This is fantastic. And I agree, you know, I listened to a podcast recently. It was a psychologist talking about um, situations, pain. And it was, I won't give the example of the, the test they did, but it, it was this idea of like a super painful uh, medical procedure <clears throat> that lasts, let's say it lasts an hour. And they would start rating people of like, before and after, like, what did you think about it afterwards? Like how painful was it? And what they realized is that if they could make the ending more enjoyable, they could extend the pain an extra half an hour. But if they made the ending more enjoyable and um, better, when they were done, their recollection of that experience was far better just because a certain portion of it ended better. Now, I'm trying to pull from that example of this idea that <clears throat> if you go to install something on your own and you're just using an install guide, Right. And it, let's say me, I'm not, I'm not handy. Right. I married into my tools. My wife had more tools than I did when we got married. So that's, I'm at the very bottom run of, of DIY. I get very, very frustrated if I'm looking at things and things aren't working the way they're supposed to. And yes, you're right there at the end. I'm like, why did I buy this junk? Like, who did I buy this from? Like, this should be better or easier to install. If I'm accomplishing my task and in, in saving 20% of the time, and everything is done correctly, all of a sudden, like, this is fantastic. Like I would do another one of those if I needed to, or like you said, oh, here's something else that I could probably do on my own if it's on built. I'm not gonna go and try to watch a video. I don't wanna try to, you know, fast forward and rewind. Yeah. So I think you're right. There's a, there's a definitely, that experience goes back on the brand, which I think is kind of one of those things that we don't often think about as, as marketers 
is like that end experience all the way to the end um, is critically important. I mean, you look at like Warby Parker, right? And they're trying on glasses, like shipping you five glasses. This, this idea of let's make this simple. Let's give you five glasses. You try them on, you pick the one you want, you ship it back. We take everything, all the unknowns out of that experience. And what Build is doing is it truly is taking the unknown out of everything because it's not just a drawing. It's a 3D model that you can zoom in. You can look around every angle. There's animation. So how often are you looking at instructions and be like, okay, I think, I think this bolt goes in this hole and I think this is the way it goes. But if I had a different angle, I'd probably be able to tell, well, you guys have solved that issue a hundred percent. Yeah, you're, 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 you're exactly right. And, and really the first, the first almost two and a half years of this, Tim, we just spent time studying how people learn. Right. Some of us like to hear things and then we like to see it. Others mm. like to see the overview first and then go to specifics, et cetera. We were trying to look at all these different methods of, of learning and just understand, can we can we can we bring them together and create an experience that allows all of us to be successful based off of these different learning patterns? That's interesting. And, so, and that's why I built it's guided, but you can also interact with mm. it at any time. You can pause it. You can go back look at it, et cetera, touch apart if you would like to, right? Get more information about it. The, the instructions can be updated in real time, anytime. So you don't have to worry about, oh, these instructions are old. No, we, we track some very simple analytics, you know, the average time people spend in each step in, in an anonymous way, because we're trying to help the brand understand where is there still friction left in the experience. And so if there is, we can make an, an update and push it out immediately to you. So, I love so that. you know, the technology is an incredible thing, but the other part of this that people need to understand is our instruction design experts, they are, they are the experts of the world in this. Now that we've done thousands and thousands of products with it, when we start with a brand, the brand sends us the, the physical product. And so when we create these instructions, the designer is going through and doing that barbecue grill assembly himself. Installing it. Sure that it is a perfect experience because, uh, you know, as you said, Tim, taking that step back and, and, you know, everybody in your audience, the way you have to think about your business is, is yes, it's a product, but it fits within a larger customer journey and a customer experience. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and, and what Amazon has done so well, Warby Parker and some of these others, Apple retail, for example, it's, it's clearly delineating these moments that matter in your customer experience and saying, which ones do I own? And which, which ones do I partner with? Which ones are important? Which ones are less important? And make sure that those moments that matter, you have to hit them out of the park. And, and the reason we do every Weber grill in the world now is because Weber has found that time people are most likely to speak about their brand is within three to 12 hours of finishing the assembly or install. Really? And that means, That's... as you said, that last experience has to be good. Yeah. Yeah, it's either that that's super interesting. And it makes sense, right? You you get a new grill, you're going to put it together and most likely you're going to be cooking on it that you know that evening. So that's when and you either come out of this like this is fantastic or <clears throat> you know, I'm miserable. This took 4 hours, but it's finally done. Hey, I can finally now grill out. So, no, I yeah, getting rid of the friction, I think that's critical and I think you know, a lot of the, the products that you, and I know you're getting away from this too. It's not just direct to consumer. A lot of these items, right? When you think about how the path to purchase and how we sell these products, right? It goes into a retail store. It goes on e-commerce. 
right? There's a whole experience there that people are focused on. What is that digital experience? What is that in-home experience? You, know, you might have your focus on the packaging. What is the experience when you unbox it, right? There's Apple. The unboxing is a huge part of that experience. But you're right. There's all of these products that are, you don't unbox it like Apple and be like, bam, here it is. It's beautiful. Turn it on and you're ready to roll. There are products that come in a box, you open it, and you have some work that you have to do. And that can either be exciting for some people, like my father-in-law, who would probably just, that's their favorite thing to do is put stuff together and figure it out. And then it's intimidating for people like me to be like, okay, don't screw this up. Let's get this done, right? Think about Christmas, staying up till you know two in the morning, putting the toys together. I can imagine your, do you guys see usage on Bill? Like Christmas oh. Eve, does it just skyrocket? Oh, it's crazy. It is. Oh yeah. We, 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 because, because we can see usage statistics, you know, we don't see people's yeah. names or, or anything like that, but we see the usage statistics. I can tell you what's happening in every time zone around the world with it. When you see, you know, it's 1130 at night, East coast time. And man, the doll houses have begun. And that's right. <laughs> it's just, it, you know, till, that's till, awesome. uh, till one, one, one or two in the morning, but we have brands tell us all the time that, you know, before they, that they were using built, they would come in after the Christmas holiday and, you know, they would listen to the voicemail of all the messages that got left. Oh, pure profanity. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, you messed up my Christmas, the dollhouse didn't work, et cetera. We've had numerous brands tell us, you know what? It's for the most part, it's people calling and saying, thank you. Thank you. That's really I, cool. I, I needed this to be ready. I was tired. I thought it was going to take four hours. It took me 35 minutes. I was super happy with it. My daughters enjoyed it the entire ho holiday. Thank you very, very, very much. And that's, at the end of the day, that's what it's about. We're trying to enrich people's lives in, in, in a special way. So they have a great experience with a product uh, so that it meets their expectations. And then, and then the resulting side effect is they turn back to that KidCraft brand or to Weber or or, you know, Amana air conditioning units, et cetera, that with, with that professional, we want people to say, Hey, I like that brand. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you're taking, you know, something that is typically not really thought of to the extent that it should have of, of an install guide, right. That's fairly pretty boring and technical. And it's like, here's just something we have to have. So the end user can put this together and you guys have taken that and really looked at it from a different perspective of, this is actually an experience, not only with the brand, but with what they're building. It's a lifestyle, a lifestyle experience with all of this. It's a, it's, they bought a gift for their child's birthday. They bought a grill for themselves. They bought something, you know, they're doing something on the home, a pergola, right. That they, they've, they want to put together. That's a lifestyle experience that you're looking at a bigger picture and saying, we're not just trying to get you to make this easier install, Right because we're definitely doing that, but we want your overall experience to be enjoyable that once you do it, you do it quickly, you do it correctly. And then at the end, you're just so excited about it that you get to enjoy what you just put together. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a much bigger mission um, and, and can drive really that innovation, right? Because there is a, it's really to the heart of the end user of there is a purpose here. I'd be curious when you've, when you first started this, you probably put together a few demos and you're like, probably with the grills would be my guess. How did you get in front of manufacturers and show them? And was there an immediate, like, like, cause it, you know, for me at IBS, when I saw this, there was this immediate like light bulb of like, why, 
why didn't someone think about this before? This just <laughs> makes like, you know, when you think about 3D and 3D becoming much more popular over the last few years and, and the cost of 3D coming way down, uh, you know, the ability to interact, animate, voiceover, uh, click on a bolt and they'll tell you exactly what bolt that is. And, uh, you know, zoom and rotate around an item. Like I just, I kind of walked away being like, wow, I, I'm a horrible at this innovation technology thing. Like this is just, this seems so obvious uh -huh. um, that everyone should be doing it. Uh, and this is, you know, two years ago, the first time I ever heard about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, when we when we show it to people, usually usually their first statement is something about IKEA. Um, <laughs> exactly. But but yeah, people say, oh, you know, either either I thought of this before, or, or God, yeah, why didn't we come up with this, you know, a long time ago? But I think that there's a great lesson to be learned in that for 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 all of your audience is, is remember, you know, the great Clayton Christensen, you know, kind of the father of disruptive mm -hmm. innovation, et cetera. He used to say over and over that the greatest innovations, the ones that have real global impact, they're simple. They're usually yeah. they're usually technologies that were perfected in other places and then are brought together, you know, packaged in a in a in, in a new way. But it's usually very simple, right? Um, um, but they're brought together in, in a new way to solve a very broad problem around the world. So, so as you're thinking about, you know, innovating and, and, and so forth, remember most of the great, great innovations are not totally new things. It's yeah. other things that have been perfected in other places and are brought together to create a new solution that, that has big impact. Yeah, it's well said. I love that. The other, you know, when I look at this from the building products <clears throat> lens, right, there's this idea is building products get more, goes more into e-commerce, goes more digital, right? you start looking, you know, I've looked at kits, like how do we go more direct to consumer? How do you develop products that are a little bit more DIY friendly, right? Cause some products are just, you need to be a pro to do it. But I know manufacturers out there looking for more DIY friendly products that let's go e-commerce and get this directly to the, the homeowner. And that's where I think there's a ton of value in saying, you know, you're, you're a professional contractor, still to this day, likely is probably skimming just to figure out the things they don't know. Um, a lot of them will try to figure it out, which could be a good thing or a bad thing, right? You want them to actually follow the guidelines and that type of thing. Um, but I see this transition happening in building products where everything is going more e-commerce, right? Things are being sold, Home Depot, Lowe's, Amazon, and even you know, manufacturers and distribution and dealers going online, that that new end user finding products that are more DIY friendly, utilizing this type of technology should really be a part mm -hmm. of that, that entire path to purchase mm -hmm. all the way through the installation at the very end. Uh, yeah. And that's a, that's, I think a great observation, Tim, is there is, there is a certain, there's certainly a trend to, uh, um, to that. And, and it's kind of, you know, let's, let, let's lower prices by taking out, you know, the middleman, et cetera. There are some things that, that, that certainly are going to work out that way. I mean, we have a lot of brands that started out pure pro and now have a hybrid business. They have some things that, that started out as, as, as pro only install and now are going this other way. But, but I think the other part with it to recognize, though, the pro side is getting bigger and bigger. I mean, last year, for example, we signed HD Supply, right, which is mm -hmm. entirely pro-focused. We also signed contracts with the United States Navy and the United States Air Force. 
pure pro experiences, right? Yeah. Um, and 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 so it's a it's it's a recognition that all of us fit somewhere along that you know spectrum of uh, of either beginner or 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 professional. Let's make all of them better at the experiences that they have, whether it's maintenance, install, setup, repair, assembly, it doesn't matter, right? And, and, and if you go into Built Today, you'll see lots and lots of products in there that some, it's the job to be done is maintenance. Others oh, yeah. is DIY setup in it. But, but you know, the, pro, the possibility now of 48 hour, now 24 hour delivery that's that's as applicable to the pro segment as it is to the DIY segment. And so you see so many of these brands saying, if I'm going to compete in the world in, in the future, I have to be able to turn products to my customers very, very quickly. Yeah. And what that means, if you have fast shipping, the box has to be smaller. It's got to it's got to yeah. come on UPS, even if it's a pro pro product, it's got to be able to come in small boxes. And that means for most products, you're going to see more install more assembly, more setup required. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And built solves all the, all those problems. Well, I know that <clears throat> when I go to get that grill, I will sure be using, cause it looks like I'm going to be installing my own grill, uh, which we'll, we'll see how well that goes even with build. I think it'll be uh, much easier. It'll be I'll great. be, a, I'll be a case. It. I'll be a case study for you. And then you can interview my wife and see how well I did and, and uh, see if absolutely. I did, <laughs> had any hey, major we, breakdowns. We, we get we get holiday weekends. We get reviews that come in all the time that say you saved my my marriage. So oh, I believe it. We built a table together outside, and we we built a table together. Well, I was building it, and it I definitely chose the design that was far more complicated than I ever should have gotten into. Like buying your know, unique tools that I would only need for this table, and let's just say that I would never go down that route again. It was not a smart move to to yeah. build this massive, like 13 foot table, but hey, in the end, it's still standing. So that's what matters. But um, real quick, I want to yeah. thank you for your time, but what, what's next for built? Like, what does the future hold for, for, for built? Obviously COVID I'm sure was, you know, this time of people purchasing all of these products. I'm sure there was a big uptick in not only usage, uh, but probably new people, manufacturers looking at this platform to say, Hey, there might be something here that we need to look at in, in light of right COVID you're obviously getting interest from the U S Navy and army. You said that totally outside of consumer products. What, what does the future look like for bill? What's next? How do you continue building on what you're doing? Yeah. I mean, with, uh, with, uh, with exi existing customers, they expand more of that job to be done. Uh, you know, if you've, if you've got a grill, I mean, that's the example we've been talking about. What maintenance do you need to do maybe on an annual basis or, mm -hmm. or, you know, if you've got a boat or something like that, right? There are lots of jobs to be done. And, and, and inside of built, you can think of it as your kind of filing cabinet that has warranty information. Um, you get updates to the instructions. All of this can be housed in one platform that is free to the, to the end user, whether, whether it's a pro or a, a DIY person like yourself, Tim. It's free to you because the brands are paying for it. But you can keep all this information in one common environment. And, and if the brand needs to you know, send you an update on the warranty or, or instructions or something like that, it can be pushed to you. 
And so um, we will continue to expand uh, with just more and more brands. I mean, we we um, I mean we've grown you know triple digits every year for mm-hmm. four years in a row here with it. And so um, our global expansion we're now used in 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 uh, 202 countries and ter- territories throughout. Wow, the millions. How many, la- how many languages do you guys have? Um, so so we support today 12 different languages, and okay. and, and they're just continuing to add more of them. So. Uh, yeah, uh, it's really ro- cool. Robotics companies. I mean, you name it, air conditioning units, all the way to uh, dollhouses and toys, et cetera. Built will be that, uh, that, that one place that you can go to on a global basis for confidence to about be- assembly, install, setup, repair, maintenance, um, warranty information, register the product. All so- be I want to touch on that real quick because I don't think I realized that. So I have a folder, a massive folder that is full of all of my install guides for everything. I'm talking mm-hmm. grill, appliances, washer, dryer, all the way down to the toys and baby stuff that we've put together. With Bill, you can basically star your products and it all goes into basically your your little profile that like if you ever need to access something, you have all like, rather than having that folder of paper that I always have to look through you basically yes. have your own little profile like these are all my products yes so so, so really if cool. you go in if you go into built you'll see on, on the uh, on the on, on the on the tablet there's a big kind of icon there and it says my stuff or or if you go into the hamburger menu on your uh, on your phone you'll see one of the options there is my stuff and that's your virtual filing cabinet that shows you every product that you brought in if you registered it the day you downloaded it so that you have it for reference. If you want to take a picture of the receipt, it's there. Any information that the brand wants to push to you is there, including the instructions. And then if you're ever going back through it and there's an update to the instructions or anything pending, it'll say, hey, update pending. And you can just select it. So that's yes, really cool. It becomes you get, a virtual you get, filing cabinet. Mm-hmm. Have you guys signed on any car companies that rather than having that booklet of things, it's now all in built and you can just... That would be a, that'd be a nice thing with my, with my car, just being like, oh, wait, how do I find, how do I do this again? And it's all right there. And then your warranties and any, you know, callbacks or whatever come directly through the app. That'd be, that'd be a nice experience. So stay tuned. <laughs> Tesla stay tuned. sign up. And of course, Tesla has no maintenance. So I don't know how. Oh no. Like, no, 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 no. Everything has maintenance. It's just that you're not allowed to do it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But oh no, they all have maintenance. Everything. That's do. awesome. So it, again, it, it's 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 someone has to do the maintenance. Somebody has to do the assembly. Somebody ha- has to has to do the setup. Yep. The, the setup. Let's enrich all their lives. Let's make them all experts at what they do. I love it, Nathan. Thank you for your time. What's the best way for people to contact you, your team? Um, obviously, the app built is is free to download on iPad, Android. Uh, yeah, board. iOS, iOS, Android, and and the other platforms will be coming in uh, in the future. But uh, yeah, you can download load, load them for free today. Um, they're there. Uh, just uh, just type in, in in all caps "built" in the App Store, or you can go to builtapp.com. Or if you've uh, if you've got a brand that uh, that you'd like to partner with us or something like that, just uh, send an email to built or info at builtcorp.com. Fantastic! I'll put that on the show notes. Nathan, I appreciate your time. That is our show for today. To learn more about the Start Building podcast, go to www.startbuildingsomething.com. That is my blog where I post 
regularly about innovation and technology within the building products industry. Thank you for listening. Until next time, continue building.